Today, here on Cincy Business Talk with Mike Roth, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer. We'll be talking to business leaders about how they have grown their businesses and people. We discuss new strategies, tactics, and philosophies which lead to positive growth in our marketplace. Our program is sponsored by Sandler Training by Roth & Associates. Each week, we'll talk with our best Cincinnati area top executives about their tools and insights. Our regular listeners will be given the edge that will help them win in a competitive environment which we live. Simple solutions to complex problems which challenge all of us are rarely correct. We will address complex problems or opportunities with appropriate solutions. If you have questions or comments, contact Mike at MikeRoth at RothConsulting.net or call Mike at 513-753-9400. Now your host, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer, Mike Roth. Thanks, Scott. This is Mike Roth. I'm here today with Jen Beck. Thanks for joining us, Jen. Thanks for having me, Mike. Before we get started, let me uh, tell everyone who's going to be on, uh, on some of our next shows. We've got some great people coming up. Next week, we have Dick Burdick from uh, Burke Brothers Trucking. He's going to tell a great story of how his company grew. And then we're going to have Mike Saro, the founder and CEO of Capture. They have a little wrist-worn device that is in continuous record mode. looks like a mini watch and you tap it, it sends the last 30 seconds of audio to your uh, iPhone or your Android phone, uh, better than taking notes. following week, we're going to have Chris Starr from Fairfield Auto and Truck Service. They're what most people will call a body shop, but they specialize in really big vehicles, big rigs and buses and that kind of stuff. following week, August 15th, we're going to have Anthony Casablanca. He is the CEO of Rotex which is a manufacturer of mining equipment and screening equipment. And then we're going to have Bob Risk from Staples, and he's going to be talking about risk preparedness. How, how strange. Then we're going to have a, a noted author on. We're going to have Andrew Thorne. He's written a book called How to Spend Your Time, and he's going to talk about his book. Then we're going to have John Rogan from Cap Gemini Segetti. And September 12th, we're going to have Chris Cole, the CEO of Intelligrated. So we've got a strong schedule coming up. Here's some things coming up uh, in Sandler that other, other people might be terribly interested in. We're on September 17th here in Cincinnati and in Columbus, we're going to have Dave Arch, the author of the new Sandler book, Transforming Leaders the Sandler Way, going to talk about 52 leadership technologies that leaders need and guarantee that everyone is going to be leaving with at least one area where you will be an expert and you'll learn at least five others as well as hearing about the other 47 or so. The numbers might not add up. Let's see, let me tell everyone about Jennifer. Jennifer is a registered nutrition consultant and CEO of Advanced Wellness. Jen Beck blows the lid off healthy myths that keep you stuck on your diet and exercise roller coaster. Well, I don't use a roller coaster, maybe a treadmill. Uh, <laughs> uh, she turbocharges your transformation with real strategies that work for permanent and lasting weight loss and energy gain without gimmicks, tricks, or fads. That sounds great. I can't wait to hear the rest of this. After attending the University of Minnesota for business, Jen became a registered nutrition consultant with a certification from the School of Nutritional Sciences in California and a certified corporate health coach from the United States Wellness Chamber. She's dedicated to helping people understand what it takes to create a truly healthy, not just absence of sickness, uh, but a truly vibrant, energetic, 
and aliveness. Through her work at Advanced Wellness, Jen has helped hundreds of women get off their diet roller coaster by learning how to eat specific, metabolically designed instead of grasping at every fad that comes along. I love that Atkins diet. <laughs> I, I would just watch my friends go on that diet and maybe lose a few pounds and put them all back. Right. You, she has simple, powerful systems to teach busy women, I hope men too, yeah. how to plan their food and how to implement those plans despite the roadblocks that inevitably appear, like when you go out to dinner with friends. Right. The result is weight loss, lower risk of disease, elimination for the need for medications, and greatly reduced energy and vitality. Today, Jen spends her time speaking, writing, and developing the Advanced Wellness Coaching Organization, personally coaching a handful of clients. She's available to do keynotes, lunches, and sometimes even radio shows. How many people do you have in your organization? We have three staff as well as myself, and you know we work with hundreds of people on an annual basis. Mm-hmm. Why don't you uh, tell our listeners how you got here? You got out of school. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you went to school in nutrition. I did. Well, initially I went to school for business mm-hmm. and thought that that was the path that I was going to go on. And about 15 years ago, my mother has, she's had MS my entire life, multiple sclerosis. And about 15 years ago, went through a series of relapses where she went from living on her own to being in a nursing home in about six weeks. Wow. And I had really been looking for other ways to be able to help her. She had been on every preventative medication, and her ending up in a a nursing home was really the end result of that path. About a year later, I met a woman that had MS the same amount of time as my mom. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about 26 years at this point. And ironically, her husband was a pharmacist, but she took no medications. Mm -hmm. And the only issue that she had is if she walked across a huge ballroom, she had to hold her husband's arm for stability. So when I met her, I was floored. I mean, there's a woman that did everything naturally and just ate well and took supplements and and exercised. And here's my mom that did everything doctors told her to do and was incapacitated, you know, laying in a nursing home. And that's really what prompted me to start looking into nutrition and dietary changes as a result or as, as a desire of helping my mom improve her MS and went back to school and got the certification in nutrition. And it's really been a career since. And it's been amazing to see individuals have such incredible transformations, whether it be, you know, through reversing diseases or finally getting off that diet roller coaster and having the ability to have the vitality and have it be a lifestyle that they don't have to stress over and concentrate and think about every single day. It just is a part of who they are. Good. And uh, Jen has agreed to take questions from uh, our listeners. The call-in number is, as always, 646 595-4916. So Jen, you only led me to the question, did you try some of your nutritional ideas on your mom? I did. I did. And it's It was pretty amazing. She was living in a nursing home, and she was having urinary tract infections every other month and, you know, was starting to lose some of her, you know, function or bowel functions and things like that and was starting to lose some of her mental clarity. And through changing her diet and adding some some nutrient supplements to her diet, she went from having UTIs every other month to every two to three years. She improved her bowel function. She improved her mental clarity. So she really improved the quality of her life. And she was able to move from the nursing home into a group home. And the aides swear, the the women that took care of her swear that it was the diet and the supplements that she was on that really incredibly increased the quality of her life and extended her life. 
Mm-hmm. Can you give our listeners a, uh, a quick summary of some of the dietary changes that you asked your mom to make? Sure. You know, some of the major things was getting off a lot of the processed foods. You know, there's so many additives and so much uh, preservatives and pesticides and herbicides in a lot of the processed foods that we eat. So being able to get her to eat real foods, what I call real nutrition versus TV nutrition. TV nutrition is all the things on the front of the box. It says it's really, really healthy for you. And then you turn it over and actually read the ingredients, and Mm -hmm. it's words that you have no idea what they actually mean. So it was going from that to eating fruits and vegetables, lean proteins, really healthy foods that were, had a ton of nourishment for her. Mm-hmm. Things like a real apple as opposed to an apple pie. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know, and, and real grains that, you know, like real oatmeal that you actually have to cook versus the instant oatmeal with the maple and brown sugar in there. Mm-hmm. You know, eating whole grains like quinoa versus, you know, white pasta and, and processed grains and things like that. Oh, okay. Wheat bread versus white bread, that type of stuff. Wheat bread versus white bread. Yeah. How long have you, have you had your own company? I've been on my own for about five, almost five years. Mm-hmm. A couple months short of five years. And, and before that, what did you do? Uh, before that, I worked with a, a supplement company where I was still independent with them, but I traveled multiple countries. I lived in seven states in five years where I would go into their wellness centers that weren't necessarily performing as well as they should be and didn't necessarily have the education support that they needed mm-hmm. to really help their, you know, their nutrition reps um, succeed. So I would go into a, a lower producing area, do a lot of wellness seminars, a lot of education, work with them on sales training and things like that, and then bring them up to the top five and then move on and do work in the next city. So. Okay. So the company was selling things like vitamins and minerals? Yes. Okay. How do you go to market now for your own company, Nutrition and Wellness? Well, a, a lot of my business now comes from referrals. I would say 85% of my business comes from referrals. I do a lot of networking. I've been in Cincinnati for about eight years, and when I started my own business, that's essentially how I got my business. I you know, joined as many networking groups as possible to be able to meet people and create a name within the community so that I had a reputation. And you know, I, have a, I have a website, which is advancedwellnesscoaching.com, mm-hmm. and I get traffic from that, social media. And so really it's, it's a matter of, you know, Shaking hands and kissing babies. <laughs> so what groups are you actually a member of today? Today I'm a member of BNI, mm-hmm. which I've been a member of that for, gosh, I think the same group for seven years now. Mm-hmm. I always like to ask people, how many members, active members show up at your BNI meeting? We've got 36, 37 total, and I would say we probably have 35 that show up every week. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, Where is yeah. it? Uh, it's in Westchester. Okay. So if you've um, ever heard of the Phoenix chapter, that would be us. Okay. And... So it's a a very active group. Now, I will say that I visited six other groups before I joined this one. Mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure I had the right fit and the right personalities and the right demographics. You know, and then I I would say that's the primary one that I'm involved in now. I also attend things like the HR Roundtable, which is a group of HR professionals and people that interact with HR professionals Mm -hmm. the first Tuesday of the month. That's the one Robin Throckmorton handles? Um, Actually, no, it's uh, Steve Brown. Okay. Yeah. So part of that, and you know, I'll pop in and out of GECRA meetings. I'll pop in and out of Women's Idea Network meetings, Loveland's Amazing Women, 85 Broads, which is now Elevate. Um, they just rebranded within the last, I think, last couple of weeks. Um, and CEO Space 
And so for me, it's, it's looking at a diversity and finding really where the people that are the best demographic and I can best serve. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's good. Eventually, you should come down to the downtown Cincinnati Rotary Club. Yes. Consider that an invitation. I will take you up on that. Good. Why do you think people buy services from you? I think there's a few reasons. I, I would say one of them is the fact that I really work with individuals as individuals. Too many times within nutrition and wellness as a whole, there's a lot of just kind of blanket statements. And there's really a lot of the, what I call the sliver syndrome, where in nutrition, there's a theory. And we pull one sliver of information out of that entire theory, and now that's gospel. And we'll create programs around that. We'll create sizzle roll around that. And there's really not, it's not really based in true applicable ways. It's just kind of, oh, well, you know, all of a sudden we have to be able to eat this, this one berry and all of a sudden life is going to be grand. And so there's a lot of, there's a lot of, a lot of hype mm-hmm. that's involved in nutrition. There's a lot of confusion in nutrition as well because there's 15 different theories and all of them can be backed by, by science. You know, mm-hmm. milk is good for you, milk is bad for you. Eat lots of whole grains, don't eat any wheat, go gluten-free. You know, so there's all this conflicting information. And I help people really drill down and get to the basics. I think that there's, there's a lot of people that kind of have an idea of what to do, but then they don't know how to live it. Mm-hmm. So when I work with individuals, we look at how to eat for your body type, so it's really personalized and individualized. And then it's how to plan and implement it, so you really can live it versus diet. Mm-hmm. Um, we also focus a lot around the mindset shift as well that's needed to really maintain and create, you know, maintain the results and create healthy eating as more of a, a second nature, and it's just something that becomes a part of you. Good. Again, Jen has agreed to answer questions from callers. The call-in number is 646-595-4916, and we're going to listen to a couple of Sandler commercials. Imagine you just left your prospect's office, and he now has your proposal, quote, or estimate. What do you suppose he's going to do with that valuable information that you just gave him for free? Call you tomorrow with an order? Get real! He's shopping it around to the competition. Hi, this is Mike Roth, founder of Roth & Associates. I'm the most experienced Sandler sales trainer in Cincinnati. I'm constantly amazed how salespeople operate. They believe a prospect asking for a proposal means the sale is as good as closed. Face it, trained prospects will turn you into an unpaid consultant. For over 20 years, we've been coaching, training, and challenging professionals who are 100% committed to long-term sales growth and profitability, no matter what it takes. If you're deadly serious about increasing sales, call me at 513-646-6523. Find out how Sandler Training can make you better, faster, and stronger. Or register now for our next open house, 513-646-6523. This is Mike Roth, the most experienced Sandler sales trainer in Cincinnati. This is Mike Roth, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer. At the first sign of trouble, there are three types of business leader. The first type of leader is like a turtle. He pulls his head and tail in and hides in his shell. Turtles hunker down, just trying to survive. The second type of leader is an opportunist. They're like eagles. Eagles spread their wings and take advantage of the winds. They catch the storm wind and rise to new heights. The third group, between turtles and eagles, are called turkeys. Turkeys are average and anxious. They huddle together and move. They never saw. However, turkeys are easy prey for those who seize the opportunity and soar. If someone in your industry goes out of business, are you going to get the business? The question is, which type of leader are you? 
Will you seize the opportunities to take market share and grow, or will your fate be like the turkeys? If you're serious about growth, call me to arrange a confidential meeting, 513-646-6523, or check our website at rothconsulting.net. This is Mike Roth. I'm back with uh, Jen Beck. Jen, uh, why don't you tell our listeners how they can uh, get a hold of you after the show? Sure. Um, you can be, learn- be able to learn more about our business at advancedwellnesscoaching.com. Um, you can contact me directly at, by phone at 513-407-5775 or shoot me an email at jennifer at advancedwellnesscoaching.com. Uh, Jen, uh, in, in your marketplace, uh, I've noticed a lot of individuals and companies offering everything uh, from strange fad diets uh, to vitamin and mineral pills and multi-levels. What is your company's particular unique marketing advantage? For us, it's, it's really looking at breaking through all of the hype and, and creating something that's simple to implement and creates true results. You know, working with people, individuals that have been able to look, that have been wanting to improve their health and lose weight. Um, I'll give you an example. I have one gentleman that I worked with um, starting last summer, and over the course of the first three months that we worked together, he had dropped 45 pounds, was able to get off three medications that he had been on for over 11 years, and had a completely different mentality when it came to food. And these are, these are results, and these are habits that now he can maintain and continue moving forward with. And in the last roughly nine months or so, he's lost almost 90 pounds. So 45 pounds plus 90 pounds? Uh, no, 95 or 95 pounds, 90 pounds total. Oh, okay. So the first three is always the easiest to come off. Mm-hmm. And then to be able to continue losing weight, because we did what I call an immersion program, which is essentially like learning a new language, right? So some of the France. Right. <laughs> we didn't send him to France. But it really is learning a different mentality around food, learning how to eat for your body, creating the habits and creating the routines that allow you to be able to maintain that. So we worked together for three months, and then from there, he lost 45 pounds in that first three months, but then from there was able to lose another 45 pounds on his own and has been able to maintain that and continue moving forward. How much time uh, and effort was required on his part during those first three months? Um, I meet with clients a couple times a month, so we're talking roughly about two to two and a half hours um, for one-on-one sessions, and then obviously there's some homework and there's some eating and there's some cooking and there's some food involved. So I would say out of that, that entire first three months, he was probably putting in an extra five to six hours a month than what he was doing before. It's not necessarily that it takes a ton of time to be able to make changes, mm-hmm. but you have to have a foundation of knowledge about what you need to be doing, what you should be doing for you, and then to create the habits that you can build in, those baby steps that you can maintain for a lifetime then. So is it always a one-on-one coaching relationship, or is it classes as well? Um, I do classes as well. Um, and then we also work with corporations. So we have some um, – I just finished a, a group program um, with a local bakery, which was interesting, being that it was a bakery and we're talking about health and weight loss and getting off of sugar. Sure, everyone at a bakery is thin and, thin and lean and healthy, right? <laughs> Supermodels work at bakeries, right? I thought so. That. <laughs> but it was, it was great to be able to see how many people still embraced all of the, the baby steps and the changes and created a new mentality around food and around how to lose weight and ditching the diets and really being able to, to thrive on a daily basis and really enjoy life and enjoy food again. 
versus analyzing everything. Mm-hmm. Do you have any salespeople that work with you today? Um, I'm actually in the process right now of hiring <laughs> another salesperson, so right now it's me. Right now it's you. Yes. Uh, what do you think the opportunities and possibilities are for your business over the next year and five years? Um, at this point, limitless. Um, I've actually just partnered with a company out in Seattle, and we are right now in private beta testing for an, an app. So <coughs> it's called Deanna Fit, which is it's Deanna, D-E-A-N-A, and it stands for Digital Exercise and Nutrition Advisor. So the app is called Deanna Fit, and it really is, it uses artificial intelligence, so it replaces a personal trainer. So you log on, you do a fitness test, it establishes what your fitness levels are, and then also based on gender and weight um, and age, it populates a workout program for you. That this is something you can do on your smartphone or your iPhone or your iPad, and every time you log on, there's a different workout. And you can tell that the exercise is too easy or too hard, and if you choose one of those, it'll populate a different exercise for you to do. So it really has the ability to make it personalized for you. And then there's also the nutrition piece on there as well. So it's a meal plan that we've designed specifically to be able to help heal the body and to be able to help you release extra weight. And it has recipes, a full meal plan, as well as a grocery list. So again, the whole goal behind DeAnnaFit is to eliminate a lot of the excuses, the time crunches, and the confusion that it comes to when, it, when an individual is trying to start doing it on their own. And it's something that's simple and easy that they can be able to begin to implement. So is a person going to have to put in their, their age, their weight, mm-hmm. their, their medical conditions that they have? Right. Whatever prescription medications they may be on? Mm-hmm. And the program will translate that all backwards into a dietary health, healthy food and uh, workout routine? Right. So it really is designed to be able to take the guesswork out of it and to replace a personal trainer and a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. So it allows somebody to... Sounds like you're going to put yourself out of work. Well, <laughs> being a part owner in the company, it allows me to be able to create more opportunities to help people that still get to utilize my expertise and my knowledge and, and my program, but don't necessarily have to work with me one-on-one. So it allows me to, to really serve the masses versus working within small groups and one-on-one. So you'll have to come back when you have that application ready to release. It's actually, like I said, it's in private beta testing now, um, but you can actually sign up for the private beta testing mm-hmm. if you go to www.deannafit.com. So it's www.deannafit.com. Mm-hmm. And you can sign up for the newsletter list, and then it will actually send you the, the free beta and it will, you'll also receive a notification when it goes out into full use as well. What's it, is it going to be for Android and Apple products? It will be, mm-hmm. yes. And uh, what is it going to cost when it becomes out of beta? So when it comes out of beta, it will be $20 a month. And so you look at that, you get four, meal, four weeks of meal plans mm-hmm. each month that you have the actual meal plan, mm-hmm. so breakfast, snack, lunch, snack, dinner, snack, as well as the grocery list and the recipes all right there. So that takes literally an hour and a half to two hours off your plate, gives you the right foods for you, and then also gives you a personal trainer at your disposal that is a virtual one. So the average person, if they spend money on a personal trainer, is looking at 35 to $40 minimum per session. Mm-hmm. Per session, this is right. Even a fraction of that, and it gives you the ability to, to have all of that at your fingertips 
So whether you're traveling on a business trip or you don't want to walk into a gym and feel like you don't know what you're doing, or have it at the convenience of your home, you have that there for you. Mm -hmm. So is it going to have a uh, a part of the app where you can say, hey, I I have to eat lunch out five days a week mm -hmm. because I'm I'm working, I'm not eating in the home. How does it handle that? Well, it'll still give suggestions. And there's built into the meal plans, there's actually three what we call sensible meals. Mm -hmm. And so there's guidelines specifically for how to have a sensible meal. Because a lot of times when, you know, I work with a lot of business professionals, and they do, they, they have a lot of sales meetings, they take clients out and things like that. So it's looking at, well, how do I do that? How do I work with that? How do I build that into my long-term plan? And a lot of it is understanding how to eat simply at a restaurant. Most people walk into a restaurant, and what do they do? They open the menu, they read the menu, they let the menu tell them what they're going to eat. Mm -hmm. I teach people, eat what you decide that you want to eat versus eating what the menu tells you to eat. So 99% of the time, you can walk into any restaurant and say, I want a piece of grilled chicken and some veggies or a salad or something like that. And they'll accommodate you, even though it doesn't necessarily spell it out on the menu. Mm -hmm. It's really simple to be able to order what you want. You just have to decide what you want. Uh, and, and you've taken that one step further by telling people what they should want. Right. Or at least what would be the best case scenario for them. Appropriate for your weight loss goals and health goals. Absolutely. That's that's great. That's great. How long has the, uh, the product been in beta? Um, it's been in beta now for about three and a half months. Okay. So you've gone through some iterations, I guess. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. We should be um, launched in the iOS store and available within just the next couple of weeks. And then Android probably a week or two after that. So okay. we're very, very close. Um, we actually are, are also offering that through a corporate wellness program. And we sign our first corporate client on next week. And mm -hmm. we'll have them up and running by, before September. So mm -hmm. it's very exciting. We'll do the app for the individuals. Um, and we'll have a personal trainer come in and kind of walk them through and show them how to use it. And then we do eight weeks of actual education, more on the mentality shifting things that I do now. So it really helps people to take on that new lifestyle and really embrace it and shift the mentality so they can maintain it for a lifetime. Well, that's great. Uh, have you written any books? Uh, I actually have one that's forthcoming, mm -hmm. hopefully be out by the end of the year. Um, and it's called The Santa Vero Way. And it means true health in Italian. And if you think about the Italians and how they embrace food, they love it. It's mm -hmm. a part of life, but it's a nourishing part of life. It's a part of the familial bonding. And it, they don't count calories. They don't measure stuff. They don't stress about it. They don't do any of the crazy things that we as Americans do in efforts to lose or maintain our weight. Mm -hmm. And they eat more of the Mediterranean diet, which is a lot of the things that I recommend as well. So within that, it'll have a ton of education about really how to eat to be able to nourish your body versus just filling a stomach. Mm -hmm. um, it will also talk a lot about the mindset shift. So there will be a, a lot of education, but also some very specific hands-on things that people can start doing to change their lives today. Sounds like it's going to be an interesting book. Again, if you have questions for Jen, uh, you can uh, call the show at 646-595-4916. And we're going to listen to Sandra Rule number 47. I'm Brad Massey with Sandler Training. I'm talking to you about rule number 47, selling is a Broadway play performed by a psychiatrist. What does that mean? Selling is a Broadway play 
It's about a performance. It's about sometimes having to do things differently than we're comfortable doing. It's about making changes. Sometimes I need to speak with enthusiasm and excitement. Sometimes I need to speak more subtly and articulately and I need to explain things deeper. Um, performance by a psychiatrist. What does psychiatry have to do with this rule? It means we have to have an understanding of human dynamics. Being a psychiatrist is about understanding human dynamics. It means we need to be able to manage the way we speak with people. Um, be an objective participant to the event when we talk to people. Keep our emotions under control. Be able to ask the appropriate questions in a manner that is not contingent on the outcome. In other words, sometimes if I really want to close business, I get emotionally involved. And what the other person is telling me has too much impact on me. I just need to understand that there's a process in how we go about interacting with people. And if I can say the right things, if I can ask the right questions, then I don't get emotionally involved with this opportunity. And the right thing always happens, yes or no. This is Mike Roth and Jen Beck, and we're talking about uh, health and nutrition. Uh, what, do you, what are most people telling you that they're looking for? Losing weight or feeling good? Which, 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 which do you hear more of? You know, Mike, I think it's probably getting to be half and half. Really? I have a lot of people come to me for weight loss, but one of the things that I always tell my clients is weight loss is a great side effect, but you can be skinny and sick. Mm -hmm. So it's really not about just how you look and how you feel. And really, that's kind of a prerequisite for when I work with people. If they're coming to me just to be able to lose 20 or 30 pounds for a wedding or something like that, that's really not the type of person that I want to work with because you can go to Weight Watchers and do that. If you want to lose the weight and gain it back, that's great. And that's what most people do. I mean, the average person that, that starts a, a diet on New Year's Eve and they make their New Year's resolution, they're on another five to seven diets that same year. Because we go on a diet, we get bored, we get frustrated, we get overwhelmed, or we reach our goal and we go, oh, I get to go back to what I was doing before. And so then they'll regain the weight back and then they'll go, oh, I need to know it. go on another diet. And so they'll go on another diet, they'll lose some weight, and they'll gain that back. And most people that go on a diet actually end up gaining more weight than what they lost in the first place. I mean, as they go through the cycles. Yep. So how is your process different that prevents them from going back to gaining weight once they've retained their goal. Right. And again, it's, it's twofold. One is the fact that it's not a diet, right? Our whole goal is to help people crowd in so many great tasting foods that they actually enjoy eating. Give us an example of a great tasting food. Oh, there's, um, okay, so I'm not somebody that likes broccoli, but there's a broccoli casserole, broccoli chicken casserole that I make that is just rich and delicious and it has broccoli and chicken and cheese and mayonnaise and um, crushed mayonnaise. almonds. Uh -huh. But it's, it's using better versions of mayonnaise, right? So doing something like a grapeseed oil veganese, which isn't necessarily... Say fun. that in English, please. <laughs> uh, are you Italian? <laughs> um, grapeseed oil veganese. So most mayonnaise yeah. is made with soybean oil today. Oh, I didn't know that. Soybean, even the ones that say olive oil all over the front of it, mm -hmm. the first ingredient is soybean oil. Mm. The olive oils list like four or five ingredients down. 
So soybean oil is one of those oils that's very toxic for our system. It comes from a highly genetically modified crop. They typically are covered in pesticides and herbicides on top of that because it's Monsanto's kind of baby crop. And so they spray it with Roundup. The same stuff you kill all the weeds within your backyard. Why does it kill? It doesn't kill the soybean plants because they genetically modified the soy and they essentially opened up the, the soybean cell yeah. and spliced the soybean cell with this Roundup-resistant algae huh? and put the two together, so now they have Roundup-ready soybean, which is over 90% of the soy that's grown on this earth. Are you kidding? No. So, and people don't know it, and soy is in everything now, and it, they're telling people... Genetically to, modified? Yes. Uh, it's dumbfounding. It's, uh, we're going to get probably 12 callers on that now. <laughs> It's, it's really scary what is happening to our food supply now. So that's How long has that been going on? Oh, years, decades. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's genetically modified foods is, is really um, becoming prevalent. I mean, think about when we were kids. When you ate a piece of watermelon, what did it have in it? Seeds. Seeds. What does it have in it now? Very, very, very. Some watermelons do have seeds. In fact, I had one. This week with what with seeds, right? And I said to my wife, "Why did you buy it with seeds?" <laughs> See, exactly. Because the, the one without seeds was much more pleasant. Exactly, because you don't have to spit out the seeds. But think what's what's closest to nature. Mm-hmm. What's closest to nature is having seeds in there. Yeah. They genetically modify the watermelon crop to remove the seeds and only have the little white ones. Yeah. So it's easier for us as consumers. But we don't look at the fact that we're changing the food supply from what it once was to now this Franken food that may or may not be processed well by our bodies. And the more that we shift, the more that we change the way we grow our crops, the more cash crops that we do, the, the less that we, we rotate our crops, the worse our food supply is getting. So you're suggesting that we only have watermelon with seeds. <laughs> That'd be a good start. Okay. Uh, perhaps you can give us another example of a uh, highly modified food that uh, people are unaware of. Wheat is another one. Wheat? Wheat, yep. So we've been told, I mean, I remember growing up, it's like you're supposed to have at least, what, three to five servings of wheat, of whole grains. Mm. Some say five to seven servings of whole grains per day. But wheat, again, is one of those crops that has been genetically modified, and they've genetically increased the amount of gluten that's in our wheat. And gluten kind of acts like glue in our digestive system. So it slows everything down. It, it actually inflames our digestive tract. And it doesn't allow us to be able to absorb the nutrients the way that we should. You know, we rotate crops infrequently, if ever, over the course of the last 40 to 50 years. And if you go grow wheat in the same field five years in a row, right. supposedly 80% of the zinc is gone. So zinc is one of those key nutrients for our immune system as well as for men's prostate. So you look at the rates of prostate cancer over the course of the last few decades. They've skyrocketed. And a lot of that is because we're decreasing the amount of nutrients in our, in our crops, in our foods, because we're not rotating our crops anymore. We're not replenishing the nutrients in the soil. So yes, we're creating more yield, but mm-hmm. we're not creating more nutritious food. Mm-hmm. You know, Monsanto has a, a, a saying that they're going to end world hunger but they're creating these crops that are genetically modified that our bodies can't utilize that are causing us to get sick at a cellular level, not necessarily like we eat them and we get, you know, we vomit or get food poisoning, mm-hmm. but at a cellular level, they're damaging to our body. So we're ending world hunger with foods that we can't utilize and are making us sick long term. So uh, are you a, a big fan of some, something like 
Whole Foods where they, you get more expensive? Uh, you know, I, I don't necessarily think that you need to spend a ton more money to be able to buy better quality food. You can go to a farmer's market and mm-hmm. be able to talk to the farmers and just ask them what kind of growing methods you use. And if they use organic or they use no herbicides and pesticides, they're going to be a better supply for a couple of reasons. One, well, for most people, they're less expensive, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a good thing. But they're also going to be more local. And local is huge because that means that the fruits and vegetables are picked more recently and they're left on the vine or on the crop longer, so there's going to be more nutrients in there mm-hmm. versus you know shipping something up from Mexico or, or South America. So it could be grapes um, from uh, Santa Clara, California. Yeah, but I'd still take California over Mexico or South America because at least it's closer, right? It takes less shipping to be able to get less time to get from there to here. But if you can be able to find you know grapes or other produce that's locally grown within you know a hundred to two hundred mile radius, that's the best. If you can buy organic and local, that's that's ideal. Yeah, well, people can't see you smile when you said that. Uh, that was good. Um, Let's uh, change subjects completely. Perhaps you can uh, give our leaders, uh, our listeners, a leadership tip. Mm. I think I could do several leadership tips over the years. Um, one of the things that I see a lot of leaders stumble around is really looking at how to how to confront an issue. They'll either come in and you know it's the bulldog kind of way where they'll attack it. Mm-hmm or the sheep kind of way or the ostrich kind of way where they stick their head in the sand and don't address it. And neither one of those is really effective. But when you can address and confront an issue in a way, in the mentality of, I want to bring awareness and light to a situation that needs to be addressed. Mm -hmm. And you can do it in a respectful way where you're really approaching the person saying, look, this is maybe something you didn't think of. I'm sure, you know, if, if you had we would have had a different result. But I wanted to bring this to your attention so that we can be able to both be on the same page and look at the situation for what it is and find a resolution together. And you can do that one-on-one with somebody. You can do that in you know, more of a, a team environment as well. But it's really looking at how you can be able to find a resolution and how you can bring light to a situation versus ignoring it or attacking it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So many people don't like to confront a situation. I would agree. I used to be one of them. I would, uh, when I would have to address a situation with, um, you know, somebody that I was working with, somebody on my team, it was, it was difficult to, to have that kind of, um, in my opinion, to be able to have that kind of assertiveness or aggressiveness to be able to confront an issue. And it really isn't how you handle it. So the big difference between assertive and aggressive. True. Aggressive is usually bad. Assertive yeah. can be very, extremely good. True. And so being assertive, in my mind now, mm-hmm. and when, I, when I was younger, I would say that they were probably in the same realm because I was one of those ostrich or, you know, the sheep where it was, it was difficult to confront an issue because it was never anything that I was taught to do. Mm-hmm. When, I st- when somebody had just said, Jen, it's not, you don't have to be a, you know, something that rhymes with itch about it. Um, it's just a matter of really addressing it and saying, look, just bring it, to, bring it to light and have a conversation about it so that you're both on the same page. And you, can, you need to be assertive enough to, to bring it to light, but you don't necessarily have to be aggressive in how you handle it. Um, and so really bringing it to light and having a conversation about it is the best way to resolve an issue because then it's both parties being involved in the resolution versus somebody feeling alienated or put down or, um, you know, just left out to pasture to wander in, <laughs> in their own muck. Good. 
Uh, again, if you have any questions, this will be the last uh, chance to call in. The number is 646-595-4916. And let's listen to uh, a couple of more Sandler commercials. This is a message for professional salespeople. It's an unusual message. I'm going to tell you that our product is expensive and difficult. It takes effort to use, and it's not for everyone. We provide difficult but effective sales training. It's the kind of training familiar to champion athletes. It builds winners in the world of business. We don't promise quick fixes or color brochures, only hard work that will teach you how to sell effectively even when your price is higher. If you're tired of hearing, I want to think it over. If you're finally ready to invest in yourself and your sales career and learn how to close more business faster, call me, Mike Roth, 513-646-6523, and we'll invite you to our next Lunch and Learn Sales Discovery Workshop, 513-646-6523. This is Mike Roth, Cincinnati's most experienced Sandler trainer. If you're a salesperson or a company owner, my message is critical for you. Today, I want to talk to you about the real secret of getting out of debt. Earn more money. Most salespeople and owners want to sell more at a higher price with better margins, but don't know how. I've helped hundreds of people and companies grow over 30% per year by making an investment in themselves. Albert Einstein said, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. I teach my clients new and different strategies, tactics, and behaviors that get dramatic results. I'm not for everyone. I'm tough, expensive, abrasive, and not politically correct. But if you want results, we need to talk. Call me at 513-646-6523. Give me your toughest questions. Then, if you qualify, I'll invite you in for a free meeting. 513-646-6523. This is Mike Roth. I'm back with Jen Beck. Uh, Jen, we have a theory of operation here at Samuel Training by Roth & Associates that simple solutions to complex problems are invariably wrong. So perhaps you could give our listeners an example of a complex problem that you encountered as a leader of your own company and the equally complex solution you used to solve it that might be transferable to another industry. Sure. Um, you know, I, I think that a lot of life lessons can be gained from um, looking at the pursuit of weight loss. And it's transferable in a lot of different ways because so much of it is how we look at things. I have a, a gal that came to me, and she came to me initially because she was interviewing me for um, her thesis paper for mind-body connection for her PhD. And halfway through the conversation, halfway through the interview, she's like, I need to hire you. <laughs> okay, well, let's finish the interview, and we could talk about that later. So was she overweight? She was. Okay. She was. She had probably about 50 pounds that she wanted to lose. And... Um, you know, and, and that same conversation, you know, she probably said two or three more times that I need to hire you. I need to schedule an appointment with you before we'd finish the interview. And I said, okay, let's finish the interview and we'll schedule a time that you and I can designate to devote to you. So we scheduled that time. She came in and um, I knew she was going to be a little bit of a tough case because in the first session she was telling me what she wasn't going to do. I'm not going to give up my coffee. I'm not going to give up my, you know, my pizza on Friday night. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. And I said, you know what? Everything is a choice. Everything that we do, who we are, how we react to things, everything is a choice. I will always teach you 100% of the best thing that you can be able to do to get you the best results. And if you want to apply it 90%, 80%, 70%, or not at all, that's your choice. 
but I will commit to you that I will teach you exactly what to do to get you the best results and support you 110% to help you get there. So, so is there something wrong with drinking coffee? <laughs> a six-ounce cup a day has been shown to be able to help concentration. Most people have, oh, three to ten times that amount, which can then make our bodies acidic, dehydrate us, um, stress out our adrenal glands, cause adrenal fatigue, and a whole host of other stuff. Mm, that's without the cream and sugar. <laughs> yes, that's without the cream and sugar. <laughs> okay. So, um, you know, so when I was when I was working with this gal, it was really um, it was a breakthrough in her mentality that needed to happen. Mm-hmm. And you know, so she fought me for the first six weeks. She did what I asked her to do, but she was still deprived and still, you know, I just she had a stressed out day, and she's like, I want to be able to have my pizza. And so she went and she ordered a large pizza. She ate the whole thing and came in two days later and said, you know what? You not only took away my, my comfort food, but now my pizza makes me sick. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry that you don't have your comfort food anymore, but I'm honestly kind of glad that now you see how bad some foods are for your body. Because when you remove those, your body goes, ooh, I like good food. This is the, this is the fuel that I need. And you've been giving me sludge for the last, X amount of years. And so that was that was a breakthrough in mentality. Mm-hmm. And then it took, you know, a couple more weeks after that, and she was still frustrated. She still wasn't getting, you know, where she wanted to go. And so I had her do a simple exercise that looked at her relationship with food and understanding where that stemmed from and how else it showed up in her life. And literally from that exercise to our next session, she had a complete 180 in mentality she went from being somebody that was a people pleaser, stressed out, having to prove every, you know, her prove her power in life to just being able to accept it and really resonate with her her own empowerment that she'd experienced in the last couple of weeks and really found her voice and really created her life for what she wanted it to be. Once she made that shift, it was night and day. She was calm, she was relaxed. Food no longer had a hold on her. Food no longer had a major role in her decisions or in how she reacted to things. Now she had the power to be able to really nourish and fuel her body. And so for our, point, for our listeners, could you go back and, and uh, go over how she changed the perception and reality of her relationship to food? Sure. So it's, um, it's an exercise that I have people go through, and it looks at what's your first memory of food, and then how did that impact your life? So I'll give you a, a different example um, other than this gal. But she, um, so imagine you come home from school every day and you had a good day at school, so mom gives you milk and cookies. Mm. You have a bad day at school, mil- mom gives you milk and cookies. So now food becomes a part of your love. So now that shows up in other areas. And so if you need to feel better, you need to have comfort, you need a cookie. And so it shows up in, in different ways within our lives. And we don't have the ability to have this true power. So this, this gal that initially came in and saw me, the one that I, I was talking to went through this transformation, mom never bought her treat when she was a kid. Mm-hmm. So as soon as she had her own money, she bought her own treat. And from that point forward, no one was ever going to tell her what she couldn't, couldn't do in her life. And so she was struggling and striving and fighting her way through life and in everything. 
Nobody was going to tell her because she couldn't raise two kids, you know, as, as essentially a single mom with no money. Nobody was going to tell her she couldn't handle a marriage with an alcoholic. Nobody was going to tell her that she couldn't get a bachelor's. Nobody was going to tell her she couldn't get her master's. Nobody was going to tell her she couldn't get her PhD. So she, she was proving her entire life and at the same time really had kind of a nervous energy where she would deflect any kind of vulnerability with humor or sarcasm. Mm-hmm. and was always worried about what everybody else would think or do or how they would react. So I brought her through this exercise and really had her sh- see how that showed up in life. Not me telling her how it showed up in life, but mm-hmm. her going back and really doing the work to see those connections. And from that point forward, when she understood those connections and how that showed up in her life, she was then able to just shift how she viewed life and what a reaction was in life. And from that point forward... It wasn't, you know, food was one of those pieces that had a grip on her. But once she shifted and she just reclaimed power and said, I've always been in power, I am in power, and I can be able to control what I want, what I don't want. Nobody, I don't have to fight anybody. I can eat whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Once she realized that she had that power and it was hers to own, all of the struggle, all of the fighting went away. And she physically and visibly was a different person with different energy walking out of my office the two weeks before and walking back into my office after going through that exercise. So that's some of the mentality shifting that we do is really digging in and and helping people to recreate their relationship with food and heal a lot of the stuff that they've carried throughout their lives through food. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's not really quite the same as... uh liking chocolate candy. <laughs> no, I think chocolate was one of her fixes too. But, um, but it really is. It's, it's looking at, you know, um, we, we have an emotional tie with food in many different scenarios. And some of it's a good relationship and some of it's not. It sounds like this lady was a fighter. Yeah. Okay. Uh, to uh, graduate from college as a single mom, to graduate from uh, graduate school, get a Ph.D. Yeah. Uh, this takes a certain mental fortitude that a lot of people don't have. Mm-hmm. So that sounded uh, extremely strong in personality. Yeah, she definitely had a strong personality. But it was interesting how much there was um, a driving force behind that and what was pushing that driving force. Which was? Which was the fact that she felt like she had to prove to everybody and she had to fight and she had to, to make sure that she was the powerful one in that in, in any relationship or in any aspect of her life. So in the beginning, she was how much overweight, round numbers? Mm, I'd say probably about 40, 45. And a year later, she weighed? She probably lost 30 pounds of that. Because mm-hmm. it took her while, a while to be able to get to the point where mentally she could really embrace the fact that she had the ability to make the decisions for what she wanted for her. Mm-hmm. And once she had that ability to own that power herself versus react to everybody else and everything else around her, then it became simple. You know, she took a job shortly after we were done where she was traveling um, about 75 to 80% of her job was travel. Mm-hmm. And so now she, because she had the power and because it was her choice versus somebody telling her what to do, now she would go in and find other hotels maybe than what the normal would be and she'd make sure they had a kitchen and a refrigerator. So she could be able to cook food the way that she wanted it. She'd still eat dinners with, you know, with um, employees or clients or whatever, but she had the ability to really make the choice of, of fueling her body versus just filling her stomach or filling a void or filling boredom or filling an emotional need. Okay, makes a lot of sense. Uh, what motivates you to make tough decisions? I, I think for me, mo- 
What motivates me to make tough decisions is really looking at the outcome and knowing that on the other side of that is a better situation, a better relationship. You know, it's too easy to sit back and let life happen, but then really you don't, you know, and I think there's a lot of people that sit back and let life happen thinking that that way they don't have to be responsible. But in all reality, you're still responsible for what happens in your life. Mm-hmm. regardless if you make a decision or not making a decision, because not making a decision is still making a decision. It is a decision. Right? And mm-hmm. so it's it's allowing life to happen to you versus you deciding how you want life to look. And, and what there are far too to many people in that category. Absolutely. So I personally want to design my life and have an impact on the people in my life and the outcomes in my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jen, I want to thank you for uh, being in, on the show today with us. Thank you, Mike. Uh, I'm going to be giving you a copy of uh, Sandler's first book, You Can't Teach Your Kid to Ride a Bike at a Seminar. Okay, in the book you'll find a copy of the uh, Sandler calendar with our 40 hours of classes and a training pass. Feel free to uh, come to one of uh, our classes as a guest. Uh, do you have any uh, last remarks for our listeners? I just want to thank you for having me on the show, Mike. Um, I appreciate it. And, you know, just... Number one thing to remember, eat real food, nourish your body, nourish your soul. That's great. Well, I'll have to look for these uh, genetically modified crops. (laughs) I never knew about the soybeans. Uh, Thanks again for being with us, Jen. Thank you. And uh, Scott, why don't you take it away? Thanks for listening. This program is the property of Sandler Training by Roth & Associates, Inc. The show may be distributed only with written permission and then only in its entirety. If you have any questions or comments, contact Mike at MikeRoth.com at rothconsulting.net or call Mike at 513-753-9400.